0: Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jarrett Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Quarterback is solely dependent on the things around you. So whether you're Zach Wilson and people are suggesting that your your ceiling is Patrick Mahomes, or you're Mac Jones and your ceiling is Matt Ryan, or your or whoever you are. This is going to be determined by where they go and how they're handled. That's it. It's as simple as that. Mike Greenberg, ESPN. You listen to him right here on ESPN 690 on a daily basis. We appreciate you listening to us. Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690. Five o'clock hour, football at five. A lot of football to talk about. Shock Your Mock was fun once again. Don't forget, send in Shock Your Mock now. Hashtag Shock Your Mock on Twitter, YouTube, Stalk us on Instagram. The DMs. Just not mine. <laughs> Whatever you think. Just go ahead and slide in the coozes yeah. if you want. Whatever you think. He'll be glad to welcome you. Uh and uh get a t shirt, most likely. Yeah, uh, maybe. Most people. Have we didn't get our t shirt yet? Well, I haven't sent them yet. Okay. Uh, I do have to do that. So no, your T-shirt, fine. I'll be reaching out to you. I'm, I'm, just so you know, I'm the mailing department, too, here at Action Sports Chats on ESPN 6. We
1: promised T-shirts. We only have one here, and it's just, it's just a model one. No one's actually getting a T-shirt, everybody. We just lied about that. Yes. No, we want the T-shirt.
0: Yeah, I want of course. You to get the t-shirt. Yeah. Listen, you are getting a T-shirt because I don't want 40 of them. At, At my house. Point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I hear you. I mean, they're only five days
1: in a week. True. Well, I mean, and they're super aggressive. So, like, some, I mean, I don't know. There would we wear these shirts? Uh, Like, would you wear it? I, I mean, no disrespect I have a hard time wearing my own I love the face.
0: logo, but it's weird, right, wear yeah. your own face. Yeah. I think it's a great logo, but. The, the whole thing's just kind of fun. I wonder that sometimes, right, but it's just mm. kind of fun. Yeah. Like, I've never, you know who wears our hat? Who's that? I, I love them for it, too, because, like, I don't, but uh Marcel.
1: Oh, yeah, for real. I've seen Marcel him. wears yeah. the hat all the time. i had friends that wear the hat. So yeah. like, yeah, they, they like
0: it. It's like, a, you know. It's... But people wanted the hat. Like, the hat's a fun thing. Like it The is. hat was fun. It uh,
1: but, is. But it's I've weird because. I've never worn the hat. Like, that's my point. Professional wrestlers wear their own shirts all the time. Right? I, I know, Maybe we've got to get into that business. Everybody clip. does that. Tiger Woods wears his own yeah, stuff
0: true. all the time. Yeah, it's weird. But it's just. Why is that? Like, what weird. point do you have to get to where it's okay to wear your own stuff? It's a good call. Like, where is it that, like, I mean, it's kind of, like, goofy if you're wearing your own stuff.
1: Yeah. Because, like, we obviously never gave Jordan anything for wearing Jordans because, wow. Like yeah, we're, we're, yeah. We're in a world of branding. We are. So if I wore our logo like, on a daily basis. <laughs> like, maybe people wouldn't bet an eye at it. Like, I, mean, they, have, I would be like, it It does. It does. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I'm going to go to
0: like Ty and Kaylee's softball game or baseball game, whatever, and I'm going to wear this Try to gauge reactions and a just little good. bit. Try to get the reaction. Yeah, up. yeah. Gauge the
1: little reaction. See where <laughs> we're at. You, you have to test it first. I like that. Like, really? Yeah. Full test it. <laughs> That's a good question, though. Like, when is it cool to wear your own logo and when is it not? Like, how big do you have to get? Yeah. That's a great question. Like, like football
0: guys, do they wear Like, Tom Brady wears his own stuff all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Again, golfers wear it all the time. Roger Federer wears his own logo all the time. But they're not wearing, like, a picture of themselves. True. You know, it's more of a
1: logo. <laughs> they're not wearing a giant bulbous head of themselves. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, that's a good point. We're working on the logo. No, we aren't working on the logo. We
0: don't like, need a logo without our faces.
1: Yeah, and then know? maybe we'd rock it. And
0: then it. we can rock it.
1: Yep. Fair enough. All right? Yeah, it's the
0: picture. Yep. There we go. You're right. Uh, Matt, meanwhile, you all can wear the picture as much oh, as you want. Oh, rock the picture, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you got to send in, shock your mind. Yep. I believe Justin Fields going to be good. Mm-hmm. I also believe this talk coming out of Ohio State Pro Day, I- I'm a little over the Pro Day talk.
1: Have you checked the comments out in the stream a little bit? Or the, I'm sorry, the ESPN 690 chat. We have, um, oh, did he delete it? Oh, no, right here. Matt Jones. And maybe Matt Jones is throwing a little bit. I don't think so because he said Matt Jones is going to be Gardner-Mintry 2.0. Jaguar did to draft Fields. He's got a rocket arm.
0: Okay. Okay. Listen, we can end that. The Jags aren't drafting Fields. <clears throat> but we, yeah, are you a little? Are these guys really putting on this kind of show? We've been we've seen quarterbacks throw at pro days forever. We've three we've seen quarterbacks with big arms for a long
1: time. They're supposed to benefit from this pro day. Like it's supposed to make them look good.
0: Are we just that? uh Are the national folks right now and all of us thirsty because we didn't have a combine? We didn't have a lot of the offseason stuff that we've had over the last year. And so we're like, oh, my gosh, a guy throwing yeah. a football in March.
1: Yeah, no, we absolutely are.
0: I've never seen anything like
1: we, it. We we absolutely are. Like, that, that's where we are right now um, from a sports culture where it's like any little clicks and whistles that they can pull off in a pro day. We're going to celebrate it, especially from the quarterback position. Now, listen, if, a, and regardless if he's running downhill or not, like a 4-4 is an impressive time. Yeah, it is. For you quarterback. Should, oh, you no. should, yeah, you should be impressive. You should be impressed by that. But like, you know, the whole Zach Wilson throw at the end yeah. that everyone was, you know, I've b- seen Trevor's throw. salivating over essentially. And then now, like, you know, with, with Justin Fields and, you know, I think Mac Jones as well, a little bit, but people are the overthrows. I remember when Johnny Menzel, you know, did his pro day, and you remember what made him so unique? You remember what he did? He wore pads, like he wore shoulder pads, uh, like a, yeah. a complete like outfit, like a, a uniform. Yeah, uh, just to kind of which prove actually that. makes some sense. It, it does make sense. It definitely makes sense because it's a little more realistic, right? But like I remember, people were like were gawking over Johnny Manziel. Like, well, this guy wore shoulder pads. Yeah. And Like, I don't think he. I think he had two, uh, you know, incompletions the entire time, and one was off Mike Evans' hands that he should have caught, but Mike Evans dropped it because you know sometimes Mike Evans can do that when he's your fantasy wide receiver. It's all good though. Like th- that happens. But people were like in awe of what Johnny Manziel did because it was different. We never saw a guy wear shoulder pads yeah. before in a pro day workout, Brent, and like that was a big deal, and like that was like that was the big thing. It's just the fact that we're football junkies. We talk about it every single day, and and, and there's diehard fans. All over this country that listen to us and other channels, like they can't get enough of it. There's people that actually watch the combine, like from front to back. Oh, yeah, there are the combine. You know, like I'll, I'll, I'll glance at it. I will watch the drills, but like people watch it religiously. Like I had
0: no. You asked me earlier, did you watch Mac Jones? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, like I have no interest though, right? in watching yeah. these it's, pro days. I mean, I I did have an interest in watching Trevor Lawrence, but sure, sure. like if the Jags were interested, I'd be watching.
1: But yeah. other than that, but, like I hey, don't find these entertaining. If Urban Myers, I could get on the jet. And go check out Justin Fields or Mac Jones? Why, 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 why do we that have to watch that? he was at Ohio State today. Oh, but. was he really? Well, oh, well Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, but he wasn't watching Mac Jones, though. No. Okay, so we don't care about Mac Jones. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Okay, that makes sense, then. No, never mind, Urban. Sorry, man. Sorry for not giving you the benefit of the doubt. I just think that we're, we, we live in a, we cover a sport that people want year-round. Like, regardless if it's the draft, the combine, even sometimes a senior bowl practice, like, people can't get enough yeah, football. True. And when you take some of it away with the combine, and then you kind of, you glorify these pro days a little more, well, people are going to make a big deal about it. Good, Good and people. bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's that's what I kind of just asked. I said, Justin Fields looked great today, according to everybody. Sure. He might be a top five pick in the draft. Shouldn't he? Yeah. Like, he is throwing against air. Yes. You know? Yes. It's like, I mean, if, if any, if you're going to play baseball, the guy throws from shortstop to first base, he
1: should. Like, yeah.
0: the guy pitching, he should throw a strike. I mean, um, like, unless the no guy goes out there, 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 nobody hit it, but he should throw
1: a strike. Unless the guy goes out there and gets the yips and all of a sudden forgets how to throw. Yeah, football.
0: What like we, what, are we? what are our <laughs> expectation? Like, somebody was going to come off the <laughs> sideline and tackle him? <laughs> like, seriously, like, what is the expectation of bad? Yeah. Mac Jones has the one throw that goes over okay. Yeah. I mean, so what, he threw 50 uh, and, and times. And he got a few, oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> no, I know. Man. I mean, so my point being is like, what? I, I've just seen Trevor Lawrence. I thought he was good. Yeah. There were some people in the middle of Trevor Lawrence, like the red zone stuff, thought he was just okay, and then he ended with a bank. Okay, great job, Trevor Lawrence. We expected it. It was great. I mean, the last throw was a wild. See, the reason why I thought the last throw was a wild throw is because of the distance it went, and also it felt like a throw that you could make in the NFL on a, uh, not routine basis, but maybe a couple times a year. On a a
1: play play to to win the game. Yeah,
0: Yeah. exactly. The throw Zach Wilson made, that's kind of a backyard play that you might make once every three seasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it 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 also shows off. And it was very impressive. On the run. and so, but Zach Wilson was like, "Wow, unbelievable! What uh, this thing was incredible front to back." And now here we are. Justin Fields runs a four-four-four, impressive eyes popping, and then the pro day was terrific. And it, it, this might be one of the best pro days we've ever seen. Like yeah. it just happened a week ago. It was one of the best pro days we've ever seen. I mean, I get recency bias. It just seems uh, so over the top. Although I do think this class is really good. And so mm-hmm. I just don't know where that comes into play. Like, is this, are these guys really this good that it's eye popping even, no. you know, in, in
1: underwear? So, from the fans' perspective, it's eye popping. We celebrate it, it's fireworks, we talk about it. So be it. I think from the coaches' side, and now, granted, every coach in a scouting department, they think differently. But I think coaches go into pro days with a good idea of what they're getting. And the pro day just reaffirms that idea. Like, for instance, I I don't think Mac Jones' pro day, whether it was great or, you know, a couple overthrows, is going to affect how Kyle Shanahan feels about him. I think Kyle Shanahan already has his mind made up, whether it's Mac Jones, Trey Lance, or Justin Fields. I think his mind's already made up. I think a lot of these coaches' minds are already made up. Obviously, Urban Meyer's mind, already made up. So, to me, the point of the pro day is to say, you know what, you can't really gain any ground here. Now you can lose some if you like you completely, you know, go off script and like you just like I said, you get the yips. Then there's cause for concern. But if you have a couple missed throws here, a couple missed throws there, I don't see it affecting you that much. And that's why I feel like sometimes we overblow these pro days, especially at the quarterback position, just because they've seen film, all right? Teams have watched hours upon hours upon hours of film. Every single play they've broken down, the good and the bad. They know what type of quarterback they're getting. And they know what type of, you know, um philosophy it's going to take to cultivate the 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 greatness that is that quarterback. One pro day of like a 20 something minute workout isn't going to affect that. So Urban Meyer's at
0: Ohio State pro day. I got a great prop bet. Okay. I just got a great prop bet. Okay. Like can we do our own betting thing? Can we start Let's this? Get it. I mean, I feel like everybody else is doing it. Well, I know, but I mean, like I think this would be a great prop uh, and I don't think they're going to do it in Vegas. But will Urban Meyer draft an Ohio State Buckeye? Ah. Yes or no? There's a couple options out there. Yeah. Yeah. And where would you set like the odds? Yeah. It's a great prop, right? Not bad. Not bad at all. Okay, so I piggyback that with if you were Urban Meyer and the Jags, but no other Meyer here, he's got the knowledge. Because this is where the institutional knowledge, there's some great thought out there, and I like this thought process, mm-hmm. that guys like Pete Carroll, when he came from USC to Seattle, drafted pretty well early on because he kind of knew the landscape of kids that he might have recruited to Ohio State. Yes. and there's some, I'm sorry, uh, to USC. And so there's some thought that Urban could know the same, right? His ties, he's been a little bit out of it now the last couple of years, but this ties to Ohio State. He recruited a lot of players that are currently eligible for the draft. So how much knowledge does he have of those players? Well, let's just solely stick at Ohio State. And I mean, you've got Certainly players that, uh, that he could look at tough Borland linebacker, Baron Browning, I think ran very fast today. If I, if I read that correctly, Jonathan Cooper, defensive end guard, Wyatt Davis tight end, Luke Farrell, uh, fields. Uh, we're not going to put him in the mix cause we don't think he's taken him, uh, tight end, Jake Hoffman linebacker, Justin Hilliard wide receiver, CJ Saunders running back, Trey Sermon defensive, uh, tackle, Tommy, uh, <laughs> and linebacker, Pete Warner. And don't forget about Sean Wade. Yes. Who's actually going to work out this April 14th. He has turf toe. So mm-hmm. he didn't do the pro day today. Uh, there's some guys in there like Wade, yeah. Sermon, uh, some of the linebackers. Could you see which one would you take if you're going to take one?
1: I got I to gotta even – I don't know if it's a better prop, but, but I want to add to your prop bet here. Urban Meyer, Utah, Florida, Ohio State, okay? Bigger schools, obviously. Yeah. He's kind of made it a point that he's going to put his trust into his coaches. Um, you know, And obviously I'm sure what he knows as well in the terms of the players that they bring in the locker room. Do you think Urban Meyer has a better shot? And this is the prop bet. Does Urban Meyer have a better chance of taking an Ohio State guy or a small school guy?
0: Yeah, that would be a good prop to lay off. We yeah. got to do this. Yeah. We got to get old game going. I'm in. Don't steal our idea, people. We I'm gotta. In. We need a little time I'm to get this we'll going. We'll sue you. We have people on retainer ready to well, just listen, fire off. Austin Terra's are weapons. Yes. And he's just got new block boxing gloves, sparring yep. gloves. 18, and I'll 18 put ounces, ounces.
1: 18 ounces. And they smell really good. Don't they smell great? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's genuine leather. <laughs> hey, if you want to know what it's going to feel like, go to Publix and buy a couple T-Bones right now and <laughs> smack yourself in the face as hard as you can. <laughs> and then amplify that by like 20. And that's what I'm bringing on the table. Now, that sounds like so a good bet to So don't steal our <laughs> idea. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't know I think you, you to... just
0: laid down the law. I don't think anybody's doing it now. Okay. It's a good visual. Okay, good. And, <laughs> and I'm, talking I'm talking bone in too. Bone
1: in, bone in t-bones, <laughs> hard as you can.
0: Okay, okay. So I like we got now that a couple of prospects. That yes. But now, who do you take seriously? There's a lot of guys on that list. Yeah, I I, I jump to the guy, the names I know a little bit better, mm-hmm. uh, from Borland to Browning, the linebackers, uh, to really a Trey Sermon. Who could you add a guy like that in yeah. the middle rounds? Uh, and we know that just because of that performance that he had more than anything else. Yep. And then Sean Wade is a Jacksonville guy. And I kind of put him in the kind of in the mold of Marvin Wilson for Florida State. Yeah. Marvin Wilson was his top 10 pick. Like, Go look at a mock draft oh, yeah. back in July. Mm-hmm. And Sean Wade and Marvin Wilson are top 15 picks. Mm-hmm. Well, things changed. Mm-hmm. Sean Wade has lost a lot of draft stock going back to school and playing. And remember, he had opted out, and then he opted back in. Yep. Marvin Wilson could have left, didn't, then got hurt. His stock has dropped, and I still think he'll be a tremendous value pick somewhere along the way for some team, maybe even the Jacks. Yes. So I kind of like the idea of Wade, because there's no pressure on Wade if you did draft him at some point, say in the third round, or or wherever he ends up. I mean, if if he drops all the way to third, I haven't even seen latest uh, where he's fallen to, but I mean, you could end up with tremendous value. Sean Wade, you don't you don't get projected as a top twelve, top fifteen pick without a good skill set. He had a bad he had a bad year, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Marvin Wilson's is more based on they're not good and he got injured. I, I don't know if he had a, I, I don't think he is bad at all. I think he's really pretty good. Yeah. So Wade so on you, the big spotlight, Wade struggled a little bit against some guys, especially in the postseason. Sure. So you're asking me who I think out of this group urban Meyer would draft yeah i'm and just
1: telling
0: I, I think wade makes some sense because of, they have so many no, picks. It, it makes
1: sense but to me there's one guy that i like over everybody else by far and i'm not even sure where he's slated to fall let me ask this one question the strength and conditioning coach for the jaguars now the guy from ohio state yeah he was at ohio state last year correct or no, no he's been he was he doing sports of, radio he's been out of the game for how long do we know that? Uh,
0: I want to say it's like
1: decent, a couple, like okay. few years. Okay, maybe, okay, a few years. It might even be
0: like almost a handful
1: of years now. It might be. Okay, so maybe I, I'm going to pick a little bit here, but here's where I was going with. Tommy Togai, maybe? Was, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Sh- okay. <laughs> Bench-pressed 225 40 times at his pro day. Now, Oof. not a big – I mean, yeah, it's 40 times. That's very impressive. Now, I don't. we don't put every all that stake into the bench press.
0: But Is I'm that just bar saying. bar really
1: 45 pounds. Yeah, I don't know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Running downhill, a 15 pound bar. What more do you want? But I think if we take what Urban Myers says at face value, he's going to trust, you know, the guys around him. Now, once again, if the strength coach for the Jaguars now was doing a radio show, it wasn't with the team, it wasn't around him. Like Tommy Tugai, whatever, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, man, but anytime that you bench press, 225, 40 times, that means one thing. And this is why the bench press is in the combine. It shows that you have a work ethic, and it shows that you're a gym rat. You're you're a weight room rat, if you will. This guy is obviously a weight room rat. Now, once again, if the strength coach – I forgot the guy's name, but if the strength coach has any kind of relationship with this dude from Ohio State coming out, then, yeah, I think he's a favorite just because strength coaches love that type of guy. And if Urban Meyer trusts that guy – for uh, well, what's his name, and the strength coach for – the Jaguars. Uh, I Anthony should know Schlegel. That. Yeah. So if Schlegel comes in and says, "Hey, this Tommy Togai guy here, 40 times. Yeah. You kidding me? This, this, this kid's a blue collar. Yeah. He's, he's gonna, gonna fall work in hard. Love with that. I think Urban Meyer is gonna, you know, take him at his word for it and maybe draft him and later rounds. I don't know where he's gonna go in the draft, but okay. So it's a we gotta have- watch.
0: We got that's a few guy. things out there, okay? Yeah, you pick your guy. I think Sean Wade could be a value pick for them. Is that your guy? Yeah, they pick one guy, Brent. Yeah, and, yeah. Okay, and I think guy. there are a few guys to go out for those linebackers from a depth standpoint to Sermon, yep. uh, somewhere in the middle, depending on where he falls, to your guy. Yep. Uh, and then there are some I just don't know enough about. I haven't seen him enough. And then I know Sean Wade. I mean, obviously we know that name, but I, where he's dropped and how far he goes I think Urban Meyer could find a ton of value in a guy like Sean Wade. He, we did recruit to Ohio State, by the way. True. So there is that tie there. True. Uh, and that could hurt Wade. He might know too much about Sean Wade. Yeah. Might hurt a lot of these Ohio State guys. Yeah. But the prop bets are this. And they're good ones. Will Urban Meyer take an Ohio State Buckeye in the draft? hmm Yes or no? Mm-hmm. And I like yours. Better chance that he ends up with a Buckeye or... A small school guy, which we're going to have to quantify like small school. True. Outside of the Outside five and group of five. Correct. Yeah, I like that. How's that? Perfect. All right. Perfect. Those are our two prop bets. So do you think he does it? I would put a better chance he drafts a Buckeye.
1: Okay. And do you
0: think he takes a small school guy as well? You got a lot of picks. I know. So, I mean, he what? could. But I would I would say in this prop bet, which happens first.
1: Okay. Okay. You're taking the Buckeye. And so I'm taking the Buckeye. Okay. I many time think i think i'll take the Buckeye as well i think that's the that's the safe money for Listen, sure
0: everybody's ego speaks to the small school guy right they want to find that diamond in the rough but mm-hmm. you got to remember now urban's been around like five star four star guys like his whole career almost i mean not his whole career but especially as of the last 15 years yeah. and, and much of his career he's going after that guy man I yeah. mean, he's going after that guy but, that that gets off the bus and looks the
1: part. For sure, but the only exception can be like the wide receiver spot where if you got this small school guy who's yeah. a who's a burner. That's fair enough. Where I see, I don't care the competition played against. I'm not like, saying you know, he's not going
0: to lift up that rock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's certainly going to do that. Mm-hmm. I just think his tendency will lean toward the guy getting off the bus that looks really good. Yeah. Uh, it is five o'clock here on a Tuesday edition. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Let's hit the happy hour horn. Boom. <laughs>
2: Islands and every drop of vida de luis tequila, 100% blue agave from tequila, Mexico. Good vibes.
0: Every drop of Vita de Louis tequila, you can taste the islands. Imported directly from tequila Mexico to Jacksonville Beach, Vita de Louis, the only locally owned tequila in Jacks Beach. So support local and try Vita de Louis Blanco, Reposado, or Añejo. Where can you pick up a bottle? Just go check it out on vitadelouis. Support local, taste the islands in every drop. We'll be back. More football chatter right after this on ESPN six ninety.
1: Austin Lane. I had braces. I still have my permanent retainer in. It's been knocked out twice. Brent Martino. So, so it's not once, stuck in there. <laughs> once, uh, what? no, it's not stuck so in there.
0: Not- Action sports jacks on ESPN 690.
1: I don't even know like what that means, like villains in the context of it. You know, I heard uh, Aaron just told me that Blake's comment this morning was, hold on, everyone told me I sucked for the last two years. Now everyone's saying I'm the villain because I'm here. So, you know, I mean, a lot of it is just narratives and people love to talk, talk hoops and barbershop and whatever it may be. So that stuff is, you know, it's not something that I really partake in. I'm uh you know, kind of uh busy with the nuts and bolts in here. Huh. Uh, Brent, what do you got
2: for us? There was a hint in there, but I'm not sure you guys heard it. Yeah, it was it barbershop? He did say barbershop. That was not the hint. What was the hint? He said Blake,
0: or talked about Blake. So it's the Nets. So I was thinking that when he said barbershop, it was uh, NBA. They talk about the barbers more in the NBA than anywhere else. I mean, it, that, that wasn't. So was that Harden?
1: No. Um. You said Blake. Well, it could be Blake. Bort. No, not Blake. Bort. I was Blake Griffin. Yeah, Blake Griffin. Okay, it is Blake Griffin. Definitely. Okay. So then, who on the on the Nets could it be? It wasn't Kyrie. It wasn't Durant? Who just went over there? To, didn't they just sign somebody else? The Nets.
2: Well, they did sign yeah, not Aldridge. Marcus Aldridge, but it's not. Yeah. No idea then. It's Steve Nash.
1: Ah, oh, nice. yeah. the I forget he's, he's the coach there That's right
0: <laughs> Pretty soon they'll have him play point guard They've got so many damn good players <laughs> For on the Nets sure. For sure <laughs> How about that day by
1: Westbrook? Yeah
0: well, No it was big 35, deal. 10, and 21 Is that right it was? 21 assists yeah. 21 assists yeah. Yeah, yeah 35 points and 21 assists? Yeah I think he's the no, first no player defense. to ever do that Yeah, well. I think he is Yeah, that was insane yeah. That is incredible Yep uh, How many? Do you remember how many points they scored in that game? I can look it up. Because that would account for, depending on, let's just say they were all twos on the assist, which they probably weren't. Sure, sure. Uh, that's what, 77 points that he helped account for? That's crazy. I mean, that's got to be, it's probably not a record because guys score 70 points sometimes. But, but
1: it's it's got to be up there.
0: That's ridiculous. 21 assists to go along with 35. Cause, <laughs> like, you can score 35, but doesn't can you still share the basketball enough? I so so you know. You're they, do you think
2: they scored over or under 130? Uh, under, I bet. I bet he had more than fifty percent
1: of their offense if you added up. I, I'm going to say over because nobody's playing defense.
2: Yeah, 132, oh, they, wow. and they beat the Pacers 132 uh, to 124.
1: Hey, TJ McConnell plays some defense though, huh?
2: That's actually. Let me see the, what he did. <laughs> I, yeah, let's, see, let's see
1: what he did real quick.
2: TJ McConnell, yeah, 22 minutes. Yep. One rebound, <clears throat> eight points, mm. nine assists.
1: What, what, what was nine the field What was the field goal uh, rate oh, though? I, I don't know. That's What's he, he averaging assist
2: wise, McConnell? For assists? Yeah. He's actually pretty high this year. He's got to right? be.
1: I mean, let's relax with maybe top 50. Well, well Top 50. Top 50. <laughs> Calm top down, 50. everybody.
2: This year, he is averaging uh, six and a half. That's a dang – that's
0: got to be a career high.
2: Oh, uh, it's definitely higher than his career average, which is five. So yeah, I mean, I'd be willing to bet I, it If I now.
0: were
1: you, man, this is the
0: time to do it. You should be wearing that jersey. <laughs>
2: this <laughs> is the year
1: to do it. By the way, T.J. McConnell went uh, three of five. So, I respect – no, that was good. I mean, you didn't really shoot that much, but yeah, that was good. Oh, he's was not – he doesn't good. have no, to. No, no He I, doesn't I have it. to, yeah. No, no I mean, he almost had a double-double. He had nine assists and eight points. Good for him.
2: Yeah.
0: There you go. Who uh, – I was thinking of this. If we get this in the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. if we get Gonzaga and Baylor, this will be the closest thing we've maybe seen in a long, long time or the feel of an NBA game in college – especially in the Final Four National Championship. Now, I know what you're going to tell me. Like, Brent, Loyola Baramont used to score this. And I know, but that wasn't like an NBA feel to the game. They went up and down and raced down the court. Yeah. That's not what these guys do. Like, I'm talking efficiency. Like, in the NBA, teams shooting 45%, 47 50% in a game is not like – like, that's not uncommon. Yeah. In college, it is. Like, yeah. I mean, for teams to shoot 50%,
1: Gonzaga does that, like, they average over 50% for this season. It's efficiency and its ability to, to run the court as well in transition, which both teams do, I think, very well. So I
0: almost want to, first of all, they might be the two best teams in college basketball anyway. Fair. Uh, they probably are. Fair. Uh, and Michigan's very good, and I know Houston plays a little different style and they're good, but I, I do think the two best teams are what they have been all year. I mean, it's the biggest, to me, it's the biggest separation point we've seen in college basketball in a while. The top two teams and then kind of the rest. But,
1: isn't that – it's crazy, though, because we don't never normally see this in the NCAA tournament. Like, we usually see that the best teams that we think are the best teams during the regular season get bounced out. And right now you can say, yeah, Baylor or Gonzaga are the best teams in the tournament, and they could play each other in the final. But I think that's my point a little
0: bit. Um, I now, I, I give Arkansas a lot of credit. I thought Baylor was just going to run them out of the gym yesterday, yeah. and I, I give them some credit. But Gonzaga, I, I think even there's a – pretty decent gap between gonzaga and baylor yeah but i i just think that gonzaga baylor and then there's the rest and the rest are okay they're not bad but there's there's certain separation in my estimation like you really have to play a poor game if you're gonzaga poor game if you're baylor and and you can get away with probably your a minus game b plus game b game even against a michigan or a houston or whoever else in my opinion Mm -hmm. we'll find out if that's true Uh, But I do think we get a chance to see if we do get that game, you really might get a championship game that's like 105 to 98. Like, you you could. I'm not predicting that because usually those games get a little bit tighter anyway in the championship game. They feel each other out. The defense gets amped up. There's some tightness. You don't shoot as well. So I'm not – I'm just saying you could. Like, those guys get up and down the floor, and their efficiency on offense is, like, that good where you might see – That score, I think even if you got like a 95 to 87 game, that's a very high scoring game by college uh, standards.
1: Um, If it's going to be Baylor and Gonzaga, do we go ahead right now and put in the trademark for mustaches versus mullets? It's us it. Okay. Just saying. I mean, yeah. we got facial hair versus, you know. Yeah, what did we have the, earlier? What was the Coastal Carolina game? Oh, that was uh, Mormons versus Mormons. the versus, Yeah, Morse. Yeah. Mormons yeah. And Mollets, yeah, Mormons versus the Yeah. Mormons versus the Maltz. someone stole, by the way. They, they made T-shirts. You but got there's a lot, lot of Mormons slogans on. stolen lately. Like, uh, whatever, though. Oh, that's what people be happy.
0: Tonight, USC-Gonzaga. Now, keep an eye on USC. I think people are giving a lot of respect to USC. I think they should. But, again, Gonzaga's going to beat them, folks. I, I just think Gonzaga's that good. This is not a knock on... Uh, what USC is built, but Gonzaga is that good? Well, yeah, and is it
1: Gonzaga or is it UCLA?
0: No, no I'm just Gonzaga about... and
1: USC. Okay, I'm
0: sorry, sorry, and, sorry. And then I've got UCLA beating Michigan. How about that? Gotcha. You can okay. you come. You're probably not coming with me with that one, but Michigan <sighs> has played excellent basketball. I think UCLA has re- played unbelievable basketball in this tournament. They, yeah. they have been really good. They have won a bunch of different ways. Heck, even the other day, they they get pushed to overtime on a buzzer beater, mm-hmm. and then they dominate OT. Yeah. Like, they, they, they've they got a toughness about them uh, that I like them today against Michigan. I, I really yeah. do. So I think it's going to be UCLA
1: and Gonzaga that win tonight. See, I don't, I don't know. Like, th- this tournament has kind of shown me, and I get it. Like, Illinois, they obviously didn't live up to the hype and anything like that. But, like, with Michigan, I've been waiting for Michigan to fall off. I I really have. I've been waiting for Gonzaga to fall off a little bit. And both those teams have been Like, they've, they've been playing a high quality brand of basketball now for the entire tournament. And I think eventually you just gotta say, this is who they are. And then they're not gonna fall off. They're not gonna have that bad game. It's just, it's what they bring to the table. Um, you know how I feel about USC? Because I have them in my mascot bracket winning it. So. I wouldn't mind seeing a big upset against Gonzaga, but I think it's gonna be the, the, the Zags and I got the, the Wolverines as well. I think the, the two number ones are gonna advance.
0: How about this? I was in like so I was in this little pool and I gave up on I lost Texas on the opening night. Yeah, that you hate to see that. And uh so I was there were like forty four people in this pool, okay. and I was like 39th after the first weekend. <laughs> sure, sure. I have climbed all the way to fifth. What do you have? You have Gonzaga g- Well, I had Houston in the final yep. four. I had Baylor in the final four. I got Gonz- uh, Gonzaga in the yep. final four. Okay. And then I
1: had Texas. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, and then I had Texas beating Gonzaga. So I can't win the thing. Sure. But it's but amazing The club. It's respectable.
1: It's respectable. I mean, from Going down to... swinging. Yeah, baby. We respect that. I'm back. I like it, man. I, I wish, like it. wish they
0: paid out top five. Is there a chance to
1: win it? Still uh, no, because no, a lot of people
0: have Gonzaga. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm not going to win it. But yeah. I-, I saved a little pride. Yeah, Uh, you know, I mean, it's about finishing the race.
1: You got to finish the (laughs) race, man. You got to always finish the race. (laughs) We're going to
0: try to finish the race here on Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690. Put us some Buckeyes down that slope on the 40 yard dash and we'll get to the finish line. Perhaps it's coming up on ESPN 690. My issue here is right at football versus analytics and the integrity of the professional sport competition and the racial inequities in sports. Flex And I don't think everybody understands it. Did they lie? Absolutely, they lie. What? Give me a lie. They were going to be football plus analytics, but they intentionally made it football versus analytics. You got to understand, it wasn't going to be, they didn't, they wasn't looking for coaches. They were going to take two years and they were going to find a way to use this as an experiment to make sure that they could get the data that they needed for it to be better at the expense of whoever. And that's not right. I don't care what nobody says. That's not the way it should be. I mean, they also lied to try to paint the picture that I was against analytics. That's Hugh Jackson. Huh? He went sure, on a yes. Cleveland station. Guys okay. from Live Local Loud were talking about this last night. And went on a Cleveland station and, and really kind of – let out the dirty laundry on the whole Cleveland, yeah, relationship with Hugh Jackson. Now got a little bit of reason to gripe. Uh, Hugh Jackson, to me, I always say this. Okay, I can't wait until I get to the age, and that at some point I think people get to an age. And I don't know what age it's at, but yeah. it's it's definitely not like forty three. Mm-hmm. Okay, where you really don't give a damn what anybody else thinks about what you say. Yeah, and you you don't take the P.R. way, the uh, P.C. way to do it. Sure, so, you know the you're not protecting anybody. Yep, love me, hate me, whatever I'm saying. Now some people just do it naturally all the time. Yeah, it's kind of
1: like shock and mock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like shock your mind. Do it all the time. But, but like, Every day. I think about this like when you think about your grandparents. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they just like, they don't care. This is the way it is and the way I think, and I don't care if you like it or not. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of. They, they're worried about Twitter reactions. They're not. No. Right? No. And they're not worried about their job anymore nope. and what their boss is going to say. No. Or what you. And they don't care if it's like 1920s related or not. I envy it. I'll be honest. I, no, I, I envy Me too. Envy it. I yeah. say it all the time. I can't wait until I get to that stage <laughs> where I just
1: don't give Dan, yeah right yeah <laughs> and your kids are kind of rolling their eyes a little bit yeah. but it's like what can we do yeah
0: I, I i really can't wait i genuinely can't wait but it's not yet but i feel like hugh jackson kind of just did that yeah yeah he kind of like because you don't do that most people don't do that true but There's, he's got nothing to lose but now he said he doesn't care about his next job or yeah. whatever right Yep. i mean and so it's it's an enviable place to be and I mean, it is what it is. So, so, Cleveland was a mess. Hugh Jackson, you didn't do a great job. I mean, what what else is there to write about it? I mean, mm-hmm. it didn't work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, won one game in two years, man. <laughs> it's I know. There's going to be some personal, bo- personal accountability there.
1: Of course, man. You got some sort of, you're the head coach. Let's go.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let's go to the lines real quick. South Beach Gary, the late phone call today. What's up, man?
1: You guys, who do you think is going to be the first – Defensive player off the board. Do you think it's going to be Patrick Sertan? And I think someone's going to get a real buy, I think, because I think he may go 9 or 10. It's going to be a great value pick for somebody. It's Thanks, almost man. like he subscribes to the Brent Martino Mock Draft Podcast, talking about Sertan. You're, you're a big Patrick Sertan guy.
0: I am a big Sertan guy, yeah. and he could be the first guy off the board. I was reading Parsons, something. Parsons, something. Yeah, I was reading something on this. Where was it? That... It's been a long time since like a, a defensive guy slipped this far down where he could end up, Sure. like outside the top eight picks or something. okay. Um, I think so many people have mocked the Cowboys in sertan. Mm-hmm. Like is there that much logic? That's going to be the first guy or to somebody else. Because here's what's happening. If the quarterbacks get shoved up to the top four, yep. that puts Penny Sewell down to five. If, since he passes on him, that puts him down to six or seven. Yep. Well, then you also have the Waddles, the Chases, the the uh, Devontae Smiths. Well, there's going to be a run on those guys, I would think. Yeah. There's no offensive tackle. I, I do think, like you're talking about a defensive guy. Probably at the Cowboys at ten. Yeah, I mean I, I think there's a real there's a legit chance that's the first defensive guy off the board.
1: <sighs> yeah, um I guess as far as the odds are concerned, he's probably the favorite. But there's a like I said, there's Parsons out there that could be intriguing. Um What about Caleb Farley, cornerback out of Virginia Tech?
0: Yeah, I don't see it. Okay. I, I don't see it. Okay. I I think teams are going to be – this is a good question. We'll talk about it a little bit more tomorrow. But is there – if you're a team, are you a little bit questionable about guys that didn't play last year? Because I bring that up because look what happened to Marvin Wilson. Look what happened to Sean Wade. I mean, if you put Farley in there, Mm -hmm. does he drop? Like, doesn't that have to run through your mind if you're a GM? Yep. Uh, and and so does it hurt it does, you to opt uh, out a little bit for some of these guys?
1: If we look at Mel Carper's uh, mock draft real quick, his latest one, he has got to go to number 10. Uh, he's got Patrick Sertan, number yeah. 10. First uh, let everybody's
0: got Sertan to the Cowboys.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean,
0: it's like a foregone conclusion.
1: And then he's got Quitty Pay at number 11. Right after it's from Michigan defensive end. Okay. And then he's got Caleb he number twelve. He ran fast, too, didn't he? I, who, hey, who, who, who hasn't, hasn't ran fast? mean, yeah. we, we, we can go to Ohio State right now, Brent. Yeah, we can run fast. We're all putting four sevens up. Yeah. Me and you, for sure. Four sevens all day. <laughs> I like that. I like On tap. That. Four it's sevens. A team effort. On
0: tap. Yeah. <laughs> Together. We got to run to break. Let's do it. No, I think we're done, aren't we? I mean, uh, but it's a break. It's still a break. Oh, but we're done with the show. But we are done. Okay, yeah. cool. you don't have to stay after. Okay, sure. <laughs> live local a right. coming up next. See you on TV tonight. <laughs> CBS 47, Fox 30. Back at it. Don't forget. Send in the hashtag #ShockYourMock for tomorrow, the rest of the week, and all the way through April. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening to ESPN Six Night.